legacy I don't care if they remember me Only Jesus Welcome to the first of a three-part series. This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of my podcast at dreamwalker1960.com. Also, you do not need to download Podbean if you wish to listen. You can listen on Listen Notes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music or Audible, Google Podcast or Apple Podcast, as well as Pandora, Spotify, and Player FM. I have a question for you, the listener or reader of this study. How many Roman emperors were there and how many can you name? Myself, I can name about 10. Yet, there were over 100 if you count them all before and after the empire split in two. Now, another question upon the same path. How many Persian rulers have there been? Over 350, and I possibly can name three. What are the names of the people not listed in the Bible before the flood? I hope you're starting to realize where I'm going with this. The further we go back into history, the less we know about the people that have lived in ancient history. Additionally, the further we go back, the more ruined buildings are. I can say the same about the Aztec, Maya, and Pueblo of the Americas. If you notice my intro and outro, Casting Crowns sings about whose name is important. The answer only Jesus. Why is this? Why is only the name Jesus important? Or, as someone listening or reading this may ask, why is my name not important? You hear and see all the time people try to make a name for themselves. They strive to be remembered throughout what will become history. In sports, in acting, in politics, and even war. Even in the culture we live in today, people strive to make their name important. I actually feel sorry for people that do this. Why? First and foremost, as the song says, only one name is of any import, that being Jesus, the Savior of all of humanity. If they so choose to accept him as their Savior, their Messiah. Secondly, those that reject God have no name except that which is seen as a curse to all. Those that accept Christ will receive new names. Isaiah 65, 11-15 But because of the rest of you have forsaken the Lord and have forgotten his temple, and because you have prepared feasts to honor the God of fate and have offered mixed wines to the God of destiny, now I will destine you for the sword. All of you will bow down before the executioner, for when I called, you did not answer. When I spoke, you did not listen. You deliberately sinned before my very eyes and chose to do what you know I despise. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. My servants will eat, but you will starve. My servants will drink, but you will be thirsty. My servants will rejoice, but you will be sad and ashamed. My servants will sing of joy, but you will cry 
in sorrow and despair. Your name will be a curse word among my people, for the Sovereign Lord will destroy you and will call his true servants by another name. Now, as I mentioned before, the older some type of construct made by human is found. It is broken, withered, and decaying. In many cases, people have no understanding of what the purpose of the buildings even were, or even why they were built. God goes one step further in his plan for the buildings made by humanity, which in some cases reach high into the sky like the Tower of Babel did, showing the arrogance of humanity to say they are greater than he who made them. Again, we continue in the book of Isaiah, chapter 65, verse 17. Look, I am creating new heavens and a new earth, and no one will even think about the old ones anymore. However, we can go even further in the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verse 1. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the old heaven and the old earth was disappeared, and the seas were also gone. As you can see in here, not only will there be no ruins to show the egos of humanity, the very stars themselves will be different. No longer will people look up into the heavens to look for the formations that were given names and shapes by men. All remnants of humanity's vain glories will be erased from existence. So why worry about creating a name for yourself? Why worry about gathering unto yourself that which will decay and rot? Matthew 6, 19-21 Which will ultimately no longer even exist at all. These are concepts even those that profess to be Christian have not thought about, which is a sad statement. For if they had, they would not be seeking to live in luxuries, but in a simplistic lifestyle. All are guilty of this, even myself to some degree. Seeking after the world has infected all, both those that accept Christ and those that deny him. They are asleep, as Christ himself said would occur. The call that the groom is approaching has been shouted out. The awakening has begun. Matthew 25 6. As I said earlier, there are now ruins about this world, and eventually they will be gone. In the meantime, there will be a time when new ruins come into existence. For this, we will look into the 18th chapter of Revelation. Before we look at these verses, think upon the description of Babylon. I will also mention a natural earthly element that could be a factor in what will be encountered in this chapter. And we will look at this chapter in nearly a verse-by-verse -verse explanation. Note, not all verses will be included. However, I highly recommend reading the full chapter. Revelation 18, verse 2. He gave a mighty shout, Babylon is fallen, the great city is fallen. She has become home for demons. She is a hideout for every foul soul, a hideout for every foul vulture and every foul and dreadful animal. This chapter is not to be confused with the previous chapter, which reflects the religious version of Babylon. This Babylon is more physical. Now the Babylon of chapter 17 did bring about the declaration from the angel that made his entry in verse 1 of this chapter. This Babylon 
has fallen from greatness. So, at one point, it was something that could be seen as an example unto God and should be called great. Now, however, it is great no more. Now, due to the influence of the Babylon of chapter 17, it is a place where it is home for demons, and by the using of apostate religion of the previous chapter, things that are foul and evil hide under the coverings of holiness, where these evil things are protected. Revelation 18.3 For all the nations have fallen because of wine of her passionate immorality. The kings of the world have committed adultery with her because of her desire for extravagant luxury. The merchants of the world have grown rich. This verse shows the spiritual aspect of this Babylon and how the entire world has been affected by it. That through seeking after worldly riches, all have become addicted to their new God, the world and what they see as its riches and comforts, making money their God and rejecting the true God, gathering unto themselves physical objects to worship, cars, expensive homes, filled with luxuries and comforts that they see as greater than their creator. Revelations 18.4 Then I heard another voice calling from heaven, Come away from her, my people. Do not take part in her sins, or you will be punished with her. Here we see two things. First, this shows that the events of this chapter transpire when the Holy Spirit is still present upon the earth since there are still humans present that are called my people. The second is a warning, a warning not to allow luxuries and wealth to become a part of the Christian life. Those that call themselves Christian and seek after wealth and luxury are not listening to the warning and are instead asking to be punished with the corrupted Babylon. The Christians are told outright to turn away from seeking after luxuries and comforts. For that is a part of the fallen Babylon, a part of that which hides and protects evil and those that partake of evil deeds. At times, an entire country is represented as a being. Due to what is about to be seen in the coming verses, this could be one of those times. The angel that is giving this message says that this Babylon has sinned greatly and thought itself great and in, in no need of a husband, that husband being God. The implication in verse 5 through 7 shows the haughtiness, arrogance, and evil. The result is what is to follow. Revelations 18, 8 through 11. Therefore, these plagues will overtake her in a single day, death and mourning and famine. She will be completely consumed by fire, for the Lord God who judges her is mighty, and the kings of the world who enjoyed adultery with her and enjoyed her luxury will mourn for her as they see smoke rising from her charred remains. They will stand at a distance, terrified by her great torment. They will cry out, how terrible, how terrible for you, O Babylon, you great city. In a single moment, God's judgment came on you. The merchants of the world will weep and mourn, 
for her, for there is no one left to buy their goods. As these words come out, there is a feeling that this is not just spiritual, but of something that is actually physically transpiring here, an event that will include fire and smoke, with the result of causing death, mourning, as well as famine. Famine. Why famine? Famine is the lack of food. Yet this is a, just a city. Can it not just go out and bring some in? That is the catch. This event makes it so food cannot even be grown. Yet it happens in one day. We will go further into this later, but keep this in mind in the meantime. Also note that the leaders who partook of her wealth will watch from a distance, and that the merchants will cry because their greatest source of income is gone from them. Again, we are looking at a focal point that has a physical aspect to it. Revelations chapter 18 verses 17 and 18. In a single moment, all the wealth of the city is gone, and all the captains of the merchant ships and their passengers and sailors and crews will stand at a distance. They will cry out as they watch the smoke ascend and they will say, Where is there another city as great as this? Again, a physical aspect. It shows that it has access to the sea. Revelations 18.21 Then a mighty angel picked up a boulder the size of a huge millstone. He threw it into the ocean and shouted, Just like this, the great city Babylon will be thrown down with violence and will never be found again. Now we will discuss something that is physical and can give the results of these plagues promised to Babylon. In the northwest corner of the state of Wyoming sets a supervolcano. Its name is Yellowstone. If it were to explode, it would make an eruption of around 800,000 megatons, which would kill everything within 650 miles. It would spew out deadly ash that would cover all the United States and parts of Canada, killing millions more and making it impossible to grow crops of any type for decades, thus causing death, mourning, and famine in one moment and day. This would result in this as well. Revelations 8.12 Then the fourth angel blew his trumpet, and one-third of the sun was struck, and one-third of the moon, and one-third of the stars, and they became dark, and one-third of the day was dark, and also one-third of the night, thus making new ruins of an entire nation made by humans and thought to be the greatest of all at this time in just one day. Ponder upon this and pray. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me. To make a name the world remembers 
But Jesus is the only name to remember. And I Jesus.